What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode 105 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the queen, a bitch and herself, Genesee Gabrielle. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? It's me, <laughs> yeah. Genesee. Yeah, I'm good. I'm super stoked to be here. How are you, Arnell? I'm very stoked. I See, my thing is now is that I need to get the hoodie so that I can match you two. <laughs> you you, I thought about changing into it, but I was just like, Meh. you should have. We could have matched. We're adorable. <laughs> all, all three of us. Yeah. Where, where do I, where do I fucking find this hoodie? I gotta find this hoodie somewhere. You know. What I I'm know saying? That you Good can. luck getting it. You had to get it yeah. on tour, bitch. <laughs> listen, you had to be at the show. Listen, okay. I, I would have loved to have been, but um. No, I got I got it, was, <laughs> it wasn't as good as their comeback tour, but it was still a good show. It wasn't. A, it wasn't like a super great co- concert. They kept forgetting the words to their own songs. It was a little rough. Oh, that's rough. That is rough. Yeah, that's uh, a. <laughs> it oh, was yikes. actually really funny because Twitter was like, "Remember this tour?" More like, "Try to remember the lyrics tour." <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've definitely gone to a couple of concerts. Like, namely, I saw a Day to Remember live once, and there's mm. like a. I'm pretty sure it's the song Have Faith in Me, if I remember. He literally, he can't remember. He has to pull that shit. He has to, like, there's one of them. No, it's the one with the the female vocalist. You know the one. You know the one. Oh, I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. He, like, literally, he's just like, I can never remember the words of this thing. And he pulls out his phone to do it live. <laughs> Good for him. Good for Jeremy. You know what I'm saying? Good for him. Makes me laugh. (laughs) The man who always remembers his lyrics is our crimson chin, Garrick B. Eaton. What's happening, baby? Yeah. You eating anything Uh, today? No, 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 not for podcasts. Only for shit. Uh, No, I don't eat on the podcast, fool. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're good. You're a good person. You're a good person. Unlike Devin, who sometimes still does. (laughs) Orders, literally orders entire Taco Bell orders on the podcast. Mm -hmm. He sure fucking does, dude. He sure does. Garrick, how are you doing this week, dog? Uh, dude, I got the sniffles, and I can't tell if it's from getting going into spring allergies or getting over being sick or both. Um, either way, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just over it. I don't blame you. I don't fucking blame you, dude. <laughs> you know, if you maybe if you were wearing the uh, the hoodie, maybe maybe that uh, maybe you'd feel a lot better. You know what I mean? Look, Gen- all, I'm is we have, all, I'm, all I'm saying is we have an ad break. We have an ad break, okay? You have an ad break. That is true. I think true. that that's, that's going to need to happen, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. We have an well, ad break. <laughs> watch you change, and then Genesee changes into the hoodie you're wearing. Yeah. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would fuck me up, I yeah. think, a little bit. <laughs> Garrick leaves, comes back. Genesee's like wearing the exact same out, like hat. <laughs> Garrick and I are just gonna start like coordinating all of our clothes. Oh my like... god, I would love that. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. Oh my god, dude. Genesee, what about you? What? How? How are you doing this week? I forgot to ask. I'm you that. good. I'm good. My my personality this week. It, well, okay, it's not my personality. I've been reading the Mortal Instruments this week. Like we talked about last week. After our call last week, I started the Mortal Instruments, and I'm on book four, and I'm like having an identity crisis because I've never been a reader, and now I'm reading like mad, and I just don't know who I am as a person. So it's been rough, you know. It's been it's been. A oh, tough I love time. reading. Mm, mm. I'm glad you're enjoying it though. I 
I wouldn't say I'm enjoying it. The first three <laughs> books were really difficult, dude. The first three books. And yet you're player, still reading. I'm still reading them because I know, I knew that it was the problem I was having was going to be resolved. But I was like, Cassandra Clare, you are too good of a writer to be doing this bullshit. What? But it was, it was also her first book series. It was her first three books. And I was like, okay, but like, you didn't need to do that. It was unnecessary. We didn't need to go here. And she went there for three books. Anyway, <laughs> he's not mad about it. Anyway, anyway. might be some feelings there. There might be not some feelings, but we hope you guys at home have some feelings because today we're talking Bruce Willie B. Sicky, rest in peace, E3, and our review of the modern day Twilight because this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Is the Good Kraken Podcast? It has been. It, it is currently, it's starting right now. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday. 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to patreon.com slash show where you can submit questions and topics to show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Give it to me. Thank you, Garrick. Uh, but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. Oh, I lost a show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give a, that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. Bum, 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 bum. Home, dun, 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 dun. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel <laughs> by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Thank you, Garrick. Genesis! Yes. We have a captain's order, my friend. We have some captain's order, guys. Uh, tell your friends and family to please join our motherfucking Discord. Join our Discord. Come in. Hang out with us. We do lots of announcements on there. We have lots of time that we hang out with people. We sometimes do random watch-alongs of things like Moon Knight on a random fucking Thursday night for no goddamn reason. You know, we hang out in there a lot. 3 a.m. To... Uno, you got it. Goddamn. We have that for you. That's that's in there. We we, we hang out with you guys in there. Um Reed, what's happening? Uh, oh, Reed had, had to go. Okay, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Greg, what's happening? Good morning. You guys are bye, watching bye. the show. Good read. Have a good day. All, the, all these Good lovely people are a part of our Discord. You can come in. You can hang out with everybody. Be a part of the fish family. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, that's what we need. That's what we need right it's now. Cool. Genesee, can you tell the yeah. people at home what we have next? I absolutely can. You absolutely, I next, absolutely can. <laughs> we have the hell. Let's go. Talk. 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 Why do we squawk? Uh, because it makes a squawking sound. Okay. The transition sound is <laughs> And like, well, so there were, there was an episode that it was just me and Garrick. <laughs> and, uh, it was like a lot. <laughs> that was a last, it was a last minute cancel. And, uh. Uh, 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 it was me and Garrett, so we were like, fuck it, Devin's not here, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And, uh, unfortunately, it was also a day that none of the audio was set up because Wavelength didn't update. And so none of the audio was put in correctly. And so none of the audio was pushing, like, none of my computer audio was pushing into people besides our microphones. And so we I had to, to do... We them ourselves. We made our own we sound just, effects. We just decided to make the sounds of each splash screen <laughs> with our mouths. <laughs> So I was like, bing, bing, <laughs> 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 What 
the hardest laughs we've ever had in our fucking life. Genesee, so tell good. the people our first couple of stories. I would love to, uh, as long as I don't have to squawk. Bruce Willis stepping away from acting amid health issues. Family announces... Oh, that was... I, I, I read that wrong. Uh, from Tom Tapp at Deadline. Uh, chief Thank among you. those is aphasia, a condition that, according to the Mayo Clinic, that robs you of the ability to communicate. It can affect your ability to speak, write, and understand language, both verbal and written. It is often caused by a stroke or head injury. Willis has had about a half dozen projects either completed or in post, but not yet released, including Paradise City, which reteams him with the Pulp Fiction co-star uh, John Travolta for the first time in nearly three decades. Damn, dog. We about to lose Bruce Willie if you don't take care of himself, I'm man. So, like, I'm so sad to see him stepping away from acting. Um, it does kind of make me, like, at least a little bit happy that he's got about a half dozen projects that we'll probably still get to see in some form because yeah. they'll get released because, you know, they're in post. Uh, but like at the same time, uh, he's getting up there in years and I want him to like live a long life because I love Bruce Willie yep. and, uh, yep. we, uh, you, he, we will always have, we will always have Die Hard. Well, and yeah. I think, I think this, the part about this too, that's interesting is like, this totally explains why he's been doing like so many like low budget Netflix style movies. Like he, cause he's, he hasn't really been in a lot of like triple A movies lately. He's been mostly in like B movies and <clears throat> A lot of that I is explained if he's by been this. Dealing with this for years, then like maybe, and like now it's just getting to the point where it's catching up with him, which is yeah. really unfortunate. Yeah, because I I would like trust me, I would I would love to see him in some like big big triple A movies again. But it's like I can see a situation where he's like, well, I I just don't I don't have the energy or the the I'm not in a medical state in order for me to be able like to be on a triple A movie set for nine hours a day to twelve hours a day to even fourteen hours a day. Like, um, it's yeah. Griff, Griff says the article I read uh. Uh, I read was he was diagnosed nearly 10 years ago. So like that, that actually, that per that perfectly oh, yeah. makes sense. So like, yep. um, it's, it's yeah. I mean like it sucks. I don't want to, I don't want to lose Bruce Willis Cause I love him. I love, I yeah. love the parts that he plays. And like one even, of the, literally one of the great, the greatest action stars ever. I mean like unbreakable is easily to this day, still one of the best superhero origin movies Ever. It's so good. It's <laughs> so, so good. fucking good. Um, like he he makes good stuff, dude. Like I, like I'm still waiting for that Fifth Element sequel. You know what I'm saying? I need that Fifth Element sequel. You know what I mean? That's that's what I want in my life. You know what I'm saying? Genesee, are you are you Bruce Willis fan? Well, yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> I love, mean, we love the Bruce Willis here, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> perfect. 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 Yeah. 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 I I mean I think it it is sad when when actors need to to take a step back or decide to take a step back um, mm -hmm. from acting at the end of the day, I am all for people taking care of their health and for people doing what's best for them. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm actually really, really glad that he is taking some time to take care of himself and be with his family and focus on his health because that's really rough. Hey, we're we're rooting for you, Bruce. We're we. I know you mm -hmm. watch the show just just like uh just Our like biggest fan. Corey Barlog and uh, and some many 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 others. We know you're in there in chat, Bruce Willis. Uh, uh, we're rooting for we you. Love you. And uh, we're also rooting for some other cool stuff here too, Genesee. Tell the people what we're rooting for in our next story. 
we are rooting for Obi-Wan Kenobi will premiere with two episodes on one day. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. Let's fucking Bye. go. Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Um, sorry, Joe. I probably butchered your last name. Nope. Joe Scrabbles. Uh, Joe Scrabbles. That's oh, that is correct. Good for, yeah. good for yeah. us. Hi, <laughs> good, Joe. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Announced in a message from star uh, Ewan McG- McGregor. Episodes one and two will now be released on Friday, May 27th, rather than the original May 20, 25th date. While the show will debut on a Friday, all subsequent episodes will be added on Wednesdays. Let's go! Let's I can fucking go. Two episodes. Two more days for two extra. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Let's okay, do let, it. I'm Let's so do excited. it. This is like... <sighs> okay. Ewan McGregor single-handedly carried this, the prequels on his back. He really did. He really, like, really did. So, like, <laughs> him, him finally getting the piece of solo content he deserves. Mm. Like, his character mm. deserves this. Like, I'm so excited to see his Obi-Wan come back again. I just spit out my gum. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, this is going to be so, such a fucking good show. It's going to be such a good show. Genesee. You might, you might need to, you might need to hurry and watch Mandalorian. You know what I mean? You might need to hurry and finish Mandalorian. Like, please, yeah, like we love you, but like <laughs> we need you to kind of like get it the fuck together. I'm, you know? I'm so close, dude. I'm pretty sure I'm in season two. I'm so close. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's a goddamn miracle. I haven't seen spoilers for the end of season two because I remember when everybody was losing their shit at the end of season two, and I still don't know what happens. And I. I do that consistently with many shows, and I don't know how it happens because I don't live under a rock. I'm on the internet, and I don't know what happened, and I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> That's fair. It doesn't excuse you from not watching it. Get on that, okay? I will I know, watch I it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You'll get there, Betsy. It. It's okay. Let's see. Uh, uh, be sorry. Says... Just be better. <laughs> That's what Kratos said. Boy. Uh, Griff, the fact that they are not releasing on May the 4th saddens me to my nerd core. If it helps any, Griff, apparently this is landing on a some kind of like 20th anniversary, I think it was. Um, and that's why they're kind of like picking that specific day to kind of do it. It, it is some kind of anniversary. I just can't remember which one it is. Uh, Saints says, a season two worth watching? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, a Mandalorian? So good. good fucking God, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Genesee's committing a shit. crime not watching <laughs> season two. And Saint, if you have not either, you're committing the same crime. You know We're handing yeah, out tickets real, today. Yo. We're handing out <laughs> citations, okay? Good cracking tickets. Just slap that right into your mail. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, Griff, that question hurt me. I know, right? It's in court. God damn. God damn. You and me saying, we're going to have to get on our shit, I guess. We are going to have to get on our shit. There's some other shit we're going to have to get on top of, too. Garrick, tell the people our next story. Happy to do so. Xbox Game Pass is reportedly getting a family plan. This is coming from Tom Warren at The Verge. Windows Central reports that Microsoft has been contemplating a family plan for Xbox Game Pass for quite some time, and that the company is now in the position to do uh, to announce one in the near future. Air quotes. Uh, the family plan option will reportedly provide access to Xbox Game Pass for five players, Jesus, and will be priced cheaper than the cost uh, for separate accounts. Microsoft will reportedly integrate its family account system, which is... Uh, which is what the company also uses for its Microsoft 365 365 family subscriptions. 
So I'm very excited for this because we're almost at a point where we can potentially, as good Kraken, just start paying for all of our Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, well, we can just have like a we can just have a good Kraken yes, a company good Kraken Xbox Game Pass then, family account. Like, one, yeah. I think I think that's fucking rad. That makes me really excited. Also, too, I uh, how dude, I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to uh, our recent. Uh, PlayStation did what episode? Uh, episode 104 of the Good Kraken podcast. Um, me and Devin went off about how this new PlayStation tiered plus, uh, or sorry, tiered PlayStation plus ordeal um, is just bonkers in comparison to Game Pass. Uh, but who would have fucking thought Game Pass would get even better? <laughs> step it up again, dude. I saw the announcement from IGN about, like, their tiers and what it included, and I was just like, I literally cannot fucking believe that Sony had the goddamn audacity to charge 18 bucks a month for backwards compatibility. Like, what the fuck? Like, like if you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, please go listen to that. Just wait until after this episode. Uh, today. This, we'll watch it after. Listen to it after. Um, the, but you go back go back and listen. Uh, we talk a little bit about the comparison between PlayStation and Game Pass and how Game Pass just continues just over and over and just deliver consumer-friendly decisions. Um, and this is just a fucking other one of them. I mean, they, lo- they looked at Nintendo Switch and their family plan uh, for Switch Online. And... Uh, fucking they said fuck it we can do that too i guess like <laughs> yeah dude right they're like why not dude i yeah. love that like i love microsoft's willingness to adapt just like other people's like they're willing to recognize when other business models work and they're like i like what you did there we're gonna work on maybe doing something the same thing but they're not doing it in like they're not doing it to try to like compete they just genuinely right. like the, the idea and they're like our consumers would enjoy this as well mm-hmm. so let's make it work Oh, Griffin Chat says PlayStation makes Xbox look good by just being so shit. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, it's like their exclusive games are lovely, but like when it comes, they just they like they're not making. I don't like their. I don't like Sony's business decisions. Dear as God, dude, those decisions are just fucking awful, fucking awful, man. But there is some stuff that's not awful, Garrick. Yeah, uh, a pretty rad business decision actually is mm. the fact that you can watch the Halo TV series first episode for free. And this is coming from Anna Diaz at Polygon. The long-awaited Halo television series premiered last month on Paramount+. Plus, and now, interested parties in the U.S. can check out the first episode for free. There's no trial or anything needed. All you need, uh, all you have to do is go to Paramount Plus website or, or YouTube channel or click the video that's in the article. That, I don't know why you didn't clip that, Arnell, you dingus. Um... And to watch the first episode of Halo. It's that easy. Um, it is that easy. Uh, you guys owe Surreal a hydrate. Um, hydrate hose. Uh, I, I'm I out of water. Surreal. There you go. Okay, okay. They're perfect, perfect. Um, secondly, my editorializing very last minute, because I didn't get home until 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, is uh, not necessarily outstanding these days. Um, uh, I'm just out here in the zone reading it. I'm just like, God damn it. I have to... <laughs> secondly um or thirdly actually uh this is fucking rad right this is fucking rad right yeah i mean i have paramount plus i just haven't gotten around to checking this out um but i mean like i feel like that's like a good reason to kind of check out paramount plus right now because like their catalog's not the biggest and the best but right they do like halo fans are kind of weird about the new halo like silver cannon but i've heard that if you like don't have a lot of 
like background information on the Halo franchise, that 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 TV series is like phenomenal. Um, so I'm kind of excited to watch it because I don't know shit about Halo except for like yeah. the basic stuff. Well, I mean, the Saint can attest for this. The the same night that we did our little uh, uh, Moon Knight uh, watch along afterwards, Devin just pulled up uh halo for us and so we watched the the first episode of the halo series um it is it's it's fine yeah i think i think it's fine it's uh it it slaps a little bit more of sci-fi original tv show than i would personally prefer it to be um Ooh, i don't know how i feel about that it's 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 kind of it's kind of a mo- like modern day like you know sci-fi original style production um and like it's it's cool for what it is, and they do it well. They and they they very much own it. Um, I like I'm interested. I need I need to see more of the show. I can't do it just based off one episode. Uh, the storytelling is brilliant. They did a really really good job on the storytelling. And so there's just the production of it itself. I I I kind of wish it went a different direction. Um, but there's some stuff that they do fucking incredible. Like some of the CG is actually honestly like way higher budget than i kind of assumed that they fucking would be to be completely frank um but i need i need to see more before i can really make a basis on it griff says the halo tv series is heavily influenced by the extended lore mainly in the books um yeah that's that's kind of what i've been hearing too uh surreal says yes as a non-halo playing though i like it okay there you go there you go Surreal likes it too um oh second episode did come out didn't it yeah yeah, okay. I, 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 okay, I gotta watch the second episode. I think episode. we're only two in, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Well, uh, moving on, guys. Sony has reportedly laid off 90 employees amid the shift away from retail. This comes from Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. According to a report by Axios, Sony is shutting down its quote-unquote merchandiser team in the U.S., a group that included individuals whose job it was to connect with retail store staff and prepare them to sell PlayStation products. Other retail marketing jobs are also impacted by the layoffs. Leadership reportedly explained the cuts as a part of a quote-unquote global transformation of Sony's sales and business operations. This suggests the move away from focusing on retail stores in favor of direct-to-consumer marketing, especially as digital sales of games continue to grow and thrive. Sony has yet to comment on the layoffs. Genesee, uh, I'm gonna see previous comment about Sony's shitty business decisions. Genesee, I'm gonna come to you here, okay? Because this is a little less about video games, a little more about like you know business structure, right? As we know, the PlayStation Five has been virtually fucking impossible for people to get their hands on for the past. Two years it's been out. <laughs> Two <Okay>. years, dude. <laughs> um, it's gotten better. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> it's gotten a little bit easier to get PS5s. Uh, but most of the problem has been online sales being virtually impossible to get PS5s into people's hands. Because resellers get their hands on it. Bots get their hands on them. Um, uh, Griff, wait, PS5 has released? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um Obviously, this is a we're thinking of the future ass move. But was this a smart one, Genesee? What do you think? I mean, (laughs) the the size says it all. (laughs) I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't. I have issues with layoffs, as I think many people do. I particularly have issues with huge companies like Sony who have their 
hands in so many pots and like I don't even I don't want to know how much Sony upper management makes and yet they're they're laying off people I mean they're just and there's so many different structures you can do versus layoffs like I don't what does a layoff give you Sony what does a layoff give you that some other structure couldn't because I think that there are better decisions that you could be making well they couldn't like move these employees to a different position like they couldn't move the like like transfer these these people into a different department in the company doing something that can still put their skills to use. I'm fucking right. shocked that they made this choice to just completely liquidate this department of their marketing team. Like yeah, and I mean, and and it makes it like especially because like they're they're closing down that department. It sounds like, and like this isn't mentioned. This isn't even mentioned. Like this is just a flat out layoff. Like, it's just, un like, this isn't talk about, like, severance packages or anything like that for, mm -hmm. like, those employees that are, like, losing their positions, which is, like, kind of a big deal. Like, when your entire job is being liquidated, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's rough, dude. Like, Gr Griff says in chat, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Not every rules has transferable skills. It, you're And you're 100% right, Griff, but, like, but merchandising, merchandising. can be marketing. That's, that's yeah. got a lot of homes, especially in some place you can easily switch a physical marketing team to a digital marketing team easily easily very easily. very very fucking easily i think what it looks like here is that they already had a digital marketing team and they didn't want to pay the extra amount of money to have twice the size of a digital marketing team which is absurd mm. to think about because you would think if they're trying to double down on digital marketing that they would double the team of their digital marketing <laughs> like you would fucking think, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like Sony is is yeah. being Sony uh, here. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sony's being Sony. this is always kind Theme of, of the day. business mentality. Like they they've always been like this. Like, yeah. and it's yeah. just we're just getting to see more of it now that like this stuff is published on the regular. I mean, I'm in. I'm interested. Interested. Excuse me to uh to see like where this leads to things. Like as far as the straying away from brick and mortar like it it's it it begs the question of like does this mean like they're uh, getting ready to just dump ps5s into the market are they getting ready to dump things into online like storefronts like because xbox just did the xbox series x just did a mass fucking restock across across the entire country i'm wondering if playstation finally gave themselves some leverage to kind of maybe do the same and so it's it's gonna be, be it's going to be interesting to see. That's for damn sure. That stock, that Xbox stock is actually, uh, like, it's still holding, too. It hasn't mm -hmm. completely sold out yet everywhere. Yep. We're, like, we're finally at a place in the Xbox Series XS as, like, their, it's, it's relief, release cycle that, like, it is starting to have stable stock in not just the Series S, but also the Series X. Yeah. So, and Satan chat, I've seen PS5s online price at $1,000 from scalpers. Yeah. I'm oh, pretty, it's, it's unreal. Pretty consistent to see. I know, like, I'll, I'll tell you people right now, don't you fucking do it. Don't bite oh. on these fucking scalpers. What I did to get mine, I found someone on OfferUp the week after Christmas and it was like, there has to be someone that got gifted a PS5 that doesn't actually play video games, right? So they're going to want to try to sell it. So I found someone who was selling a PS5 that they were gifted for Christmas, and they just don't play video games. 
Someone gifted it to them. They're like, oh, I'm not going to fucking use this. I'll get the money out of it. So they sold it to me for $550. So for an extra 50 bucks, I cut out all the middleman. That's reasonable. And it was completely unopened. And there you go. So you just got to you got to dig a little bit. You got to dig a little bit. And like, it sucks that we're in the state that we have to do that. You can't just go to a fucking website and like buy the thing that you fucking want. Unfortunately, it's I wish it wasn't so. But like that's sometimes you unfortunately have to fucking do it, dude. And it bums me out, too. Like I have a friend, um, Hayden. Shout out to you, dog. Uh, my my homeboy got his PS5 for ten dollars. Because of the online Walmart glitch that happened the week of release, um, there was a massive glitch that like accidentally price changed everything on the website, and then they never changed it back um, until after processings have already happened. So he got his PS5 hard edition, like the the base PS5, for ten dollars. Uh. <laughs> like he showed me the receipt and everything. I was like, you motherfucker. Fucker. That is, <laughs> yeah, dude. What I just, the fuck? God damn it, God damn it. Uh, Saint says uh, to put the series uh, consoles restock in perspective. My college town Best Buy has Series X's in stock in store. Uh, God damn, God damn. Griff says, "Damn, he got rid of fact check on on Discord." God damn it. So now people want to fucking use it. <laughs> you guys, this we tried to get you guys to use it, but you either didn't use it or you used it for Mimi bullshit, so we got rid of it. That's fine. You guys can put in chat. Griff, whatever you have, you can drop it in chat for us. We'll we'll, we'll read it off here. That's that's totally fine. Um, in the meantime, let's kind of move into our last story here. Uh, oh, Griff says those uh, 90 rolls were uh, PlayStation reps that went into stores, not exactly marketing. Yeah, because they're the, okay. So kind of let me explain explain it this way. So they they're called what 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 is called. In-store brick-and-mortar mar- marketing and um, franchising. So these are people in retail. There's uh, stores like Tilly's, for example, right? Tilly's sells things like Hurley, okay, like the Hurley brand. Um, in stores like Tilly's, and I'm only saying this because I used to manage like retail stores, right? In stores like Tilly's, every once in a while, a representative from the brand Hurley will come into the store and they will check to make sure that their products are being displayed properly or not damaged or being sold correctly, so on and so forth. These people are yeah. the ones that were going into brick and mortar stores and making sure that the PlayStation is being marketed correctly. That I did can that for still... Vans. Stock and, I did stock and merchandising like that for Vans. Exactly. So the beauty of that is that is most definitely a transferable skill. Like they, like they, like they can do that by simply oh, going yeah. into online markets, going to online storefronts. You know, unfortunately, like no matter which way you hash it, unfortunately, I just, I just can't, I can't see an excuse. If it was something that was like, oh, they are, um, like on online, like I don't know, data input, then I could be like, okay, sure. There's like a thousand different positions they could fill for like data input, right? Like that's totally fucking easy there's tons of people that want to do that um but you know for something like this i don't know man they they, they could have padded they could have padded that um <clears throat> griff y'all were normally always right <laughs> well thank you i guess <laughs> guys e- garbage. e3 2022 is canceled this comes from ari Nades over at kotaku and they say this the news which was first reported by IGN confirms that some observers anticipated would happen. 
for 2022. Even organizers with the Entertainment Software Association, the ESA, didn't plan on hosting an in-person event, citing health concerns from the then-nascent Omicron variant back in January, though the org's statement at the time never explicitly stated a digital event would happen this year. Quote, we previously announced that E3 would not be held in person in 2022 due to the ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19. Today, we announced that there will also be no digital E3 showcase in 2022, the ESA said today. Instead, we will devote all of our energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital E3 experience next summer. I'm calling some cappy shit on this one, dude. Major companies have been pulling out of being part of the E3 showcase since 2015. Like, this has been in decline. E3 is in decline. It has been in decline. Yeah. Like, COVID just made it all the way worse. If it comes back next summer in, in a physical capacity, I will be genuinely surprised. Genuinely fucking surprised. I think E3's done. Because people haven't been appreciated. Be like, if you go to, like, it, like the official IGN announcement that they, that they made on Twitter... Like everyone's just like good riddance. Like no, like people aren't about like the way E three has been conducting the last couple of years, physically and digitally. The showcases have been getting weaker. We haven't been getting strong like release trailers. It's been floundering. Like people are moving away from it. Like and because we're getting other stuff like uh like just like Nintendo like Nintendo showcases, Sony states of plays. Like the companies are starting to do their own digital showcases. Like quarterly and then we've got the end of the year wrap like games awards and like summer games con like there's just things that are taking e3's place yeah well and i think that started too when like um i think it was ubisoft ubisoft started doing their own event right across the street from e3 and from that point playstation started doing their own digital event and from that point forward everybody else started kind of doing small like digital events and from that point it just it's just been downhill. Like I think E three is just at a point where they're starting to recognize like there's just no demand for us anymore, which fucking sucks because as gamers, I'm sure Garrick, you can attest for this too. We've wanted to go to an E three for fucking years, right? Never like, been to one. Always wanted to go to one. I'm just honestly, I'm just hoping PAX East and West stay alive long enough for us to get to go. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and pa- PAX has been doing great because PAX is just kind of a. It's kind of a different style of event, you know, like E3 is yeah, like a bunch of announcements market. and stuff. But like PAX, it's like people go there and they actually demo games like they go there and they play stuff and they experience the same. That's what E3 used to be. Now, when E3 started becoming more focused on the conferences rather than the event as a whole, you can see where like those moves kind of like fell into place for, you know, what E3 is now to date. Uh, Griff says that E3 was to partner with Game Awards might give it a second chance. I think that's I think that's a pretty fucking good idea, honestly. So okay, okay, about but what does game what does the game awards get out of that? Like uh, from well, a, on a, from the from a business standpoint. Here's my thought: is think of, think of it this way, right? So we have the winter event, game awards, and then we could have E3 brought to you by the game awards in the summer. So we have two different game award events. You know, like game because game awards is like. It's it's a brand now. It's not just it's not just the the single event. I mean, like we we look at you know Jeff Keeley and like you know what he's got going on over there for the Game Awards every single year. Jeff Keeley's ob- made it obvious that he's like one of the greatest fucking event planners on the goddamn planet. <laughs> for real, right? Um, 
I think I think he like if they just gave gave E3 to Jeff Keighley, he could fucking swing it. You know what I mean? Give that shit to him. I, yeah. I think I think you fucking pull it off, you know. I mean, it's disappointing, but we'll see. I mean, it sounds like they're trying to make it happen, but like maybe that's just a front. I, I guess I see your point, Garrick. You know who who fucking knows, dude? The pandemic's yeah. fucking ruined everything. The dude, pandemic ruined everything. <laughs> everything. It's it's. There's just been such a big shift, and the thing is, is like E3 has always been like a pretty big, massive, multi-day event. And if you look at uh, like the way cons and stuff conduct themselves these days they try to keep it a pretty tight one day uh especially for these digital events because the way that like people just in a very general sense consume content these days don't have the want nor time nor attention span to go through three days at e3 is a lot dude do you remember like, do you remember was it last year the year it was the year before they did uh the the uh summer 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 games fest the summer game dude Dog. that shit was a whole week exhausting I, I remember, no I it wasn't a week it was three months computer screens just hoping well i mean like you had like the big like the big peak one at the end the main, like yeah, a week yeah. of just of conferences and like i remember i remember coming home from work every day that summer and just like sitting in front of the screen just. i was like Hoping for a fucking gem of a release trailer every day. And then like 11, like 8 o'clock rolls around and I'm just like, another day of shit. Let's yeah. try again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Griff also says, uh, I also, oh, actually, Saints says small animal on screen. Giving love to the to the baby. Um, Griff, <laughs> Griff says, I also don't think E3 can be entirely left to blame for its decline as well. I think it has gone hand in hand with AAA's decline. I don't think I don't think E3 is necessarily the only thing to be blamed. I, I think I think that there's just a lot of like there's been a that, shift that were there to juggle and 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 a lot of things that were out of E3's hands that like kind of put the the final nail in the coffin i think i think e3 for years was kind of like shooting itself in the foot and then ev when it kind of set them up in a position where when all things started burning when the house started catching on fire there was nothing they could do at that point and so it was like it's a, it's kind of the same thing with the playstation ordeal like ver versus xbox when it comes to the the release of the ps5 and the xbox series like the xbox was prepared for things to go wrong and sony was not and we can see that reflected in like what's happening now. And like that, even though like the pandemic isn't Sony's fault, it's still their fault for not being ready for that. You know what I mean? Like they weren't prepared for a release in the event that something happens and share. Sure. To be fair, it's not their fault, but how was Xbox more prepared than fucking PlayStation coming out yeah, of the last gen way smoother? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's insane to think about. So yeah, no, I mean like it's not necessarily E3's fault, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Saint, I could barely do a two day, two day pass at a convention back when I used to go, dude, I can't believe any convention is longer than just one day to be completely fair. Like, <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I do three days. I do three days. Genesee, have you years. gone to a like a con of any kind that's more than a day long? I haven't gone to conventions like this yet, but we're going to D23 in mm -hmm. September, which is going to be three days long, and I'm pumped. I know I'm going to be exhausted. Well, I haven't done a convention like this. I did do... I did... I competed in the National Model United Nations Conference. I did it for three years running, and so mm -hmm. that is like... Oh, God. It was like a five-day five day thing that was like 
7 30 a.m to 11 p.m and it was just a bunch of really large personalities fighting over imaginary world wars and shit so <laughs> um yeah yeah i am i am familiar with like the the kind of fatigue of like that kind of structure but i and so i feel like i got through that three years in a fucking row and also did regionals i can get through a three-day convention no problem because then there's like actually like benefit and it actually makes sense and there's fun shit and there are famous people there and cool trailers and info dropping and i yeah i'm down for three days fuck it up i mean we were just talking before this before we started about how you know i love me a good six minute ten minute song so what is a three-day convention you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah sun up to sundown just Let's see, do it. i fucking love you i love you so much and i love <laughs> all of you people at home we're gonna kind of move into our next section here but before we move into uh, our next segment i want to remind everybody that they can go join patreon.com slash good show where uh they can get episodes of our podcast early uh they can get them ad free they can even write in to our show and ask us questions and bring in topics and stuff like that. Uh, but if they are uh, listening to this right now, uh, they unfortunately are not a part of our Patreon. Uh, so for now, take a listen to our sponsors. This piece of good Kraken content is brought to you by Glide Mousepads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Now, if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your command center, whether it's streaming, editing, or designing, you need a quality mousepad that can keep up with that constant grind. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code KRAKEN for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, KRAKEN, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired any longer. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the globe check it we have been drinking the ever-living crap out of this stuff if i'll be completely honest with you me Devin, garrick xander raven genesee all of us here at gk absolutely adore this drink uh it helps us in the mornings helps us in the evenings uh you guys know how it is we've been going on about this forever and it is no exception now it's still taking care of us to this day you can head on over to rogueenergy.com and use code gkraken for 10 percent off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing that's g-k-r-a-k-e-n for 10 percent off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like now back to the show welcome back everybody here we are we're doing the thing oh my god 
I forgot. We're so cute. I fucking forgot. I fucking forgot you guys are gonna do it. Uh, Garrick, get, you're muted. You're get. You're muted, Garrick. I am not. Oh. Yeah, Garrick is. Garrick is. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. He's got to figure out his life here really quick. Not only are we matching, but he did the Genesee thing and tried to talk while muted. Yeah, Look exactly. At us. You guys are. We're just one guys, person. Because you're the exact same human being. You're, me, Garrick, man. I'm, I'm sorry, dude. You're gonna have a really hard time with everything dealing with your computer now that you're me. I, I also, I also uh, uh, love that. Like in the midst of like getting ready to come back, I heard like. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was like Garrett coming back to his desk to get himself like. <laughs> but Garrett's now trying to figure out why we can't hear him. I think he's he's trying to he's trying to sort this thing out. Oh, yeah, he yeah, looks that's, so that's angry. Fine. That's fine. He'll he'll, he'll sort oh, it out here in a second. Okay, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, hey, yes. there you go. We're good, what baby. What's happening, dude, baby? This, this Yeti Nano, dude. I don't know if it's just dying or like Listen, dying a slow death or what. We we got to start talking about getting it's because it's you two. You're the last two. We need to start getting you guys these uh these waves. You start getting you guys yeah, these know, waves next. I that's know. that's the next step in in the good cracking gig. So we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, Garrick, tell the people at home what we have next. <laughs> we have our headlining segment for today. The <laughs> just like that. Yeah, guys, today for the gallows, we're doing it. We're fucking doing it, guys. We are talking Morbius re view we watched it last night and we're gonna be fucking talking about it. we got lots to fucking say for you guys morbius was released april 1st 2022 directed by daniel espinosa with a budget of 75 million dollars and a box office of 17.1 million dollars so far that is including thursday night previews uh in a runtime of one hour and 40 four minutes just to let you guys know too we are our reviews are completely spoiler free um if you want spoilers to usually we save them for the post shows if we do them um so do not worry about it. if you do not want spoilers it's totally fine we're not gonna fuck this up for you uh saint says uh should i already be concerned that morbius is in the gallo section no 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 we're just doing our review it's okay it's okay uh first off the film was set to be released on july 31st 2020 in the united states but when the coronavirus pandemic began to affect the film industry including attendance at movie theaters the film's release was moved to march 19th 2021 uh, and then July 11th, 2021, uh, and finally January 28th, 2022, uh, Sony Pictures subsequently began moving their release date for uh, 2020 films to 2021, including another film set in Sony Pictures' universe of Marvel characters, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, from its October 2nd, 2020 release date to June 25th. 5th, 2021, uh, and then Spider-Man No Way Home, another Marvel film associated with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was dated for release in the United States on July 16th, 2021, to November 5th, 2021, and again in December 17th, 2021. Jesus Christ, a lot of dates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Saints says 2022 still sounds like a fake year. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, a little bit more info here. Uh, the character of Morbius can also be glimpsed in the bonus feature of Blade, the original Blade movie DVD, uh, in a deleted ending. Uh, he is portrayed by director Stephen uh, Norrington in a cameo appearance ahead of a larger role in a sequel. The character was cut from the first film and not produced or introduced, excuse me, in Blade 2 after Norrington chose not to return for that film. 
God damn, we could have got that. We could have got that. Um, yeah. Oh, fucking cool. Matt Smith was originally announced to play comic book character Lucius Crown uh, slash Hunger, but later changed a, a significantly different character based on Morbius himself. After previously turning down other superhero film roles, Smith joined the film due to director Daniel Espinosa's involvement and encouragement from his Doctor Who castmate Karen Gillan, who uh, portrays Nebula in the MCU. Uh, Espinosa encouraged Smith to give a bold and villainous performance. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing it today. Genesee, what were your top-level thoughts of Morbius? Okay, let's make sure I'm not muted. Um, my <laughs> top-level thoughts are that um, this was a sonal... Uh, this was it a was, Sony... This was a sonal Marvel film. You're right. It was. It was a solo Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, this was a Sony Marvel movie all the way, and um, it should definitely be viewed as such. Did I love it? It was a you fucking know, incredible. I, what are you talking about? It's an incredible I, it's movie. It's my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. Um, it definitely has good elements to it. Uh, it it also has uh, lots of areas for improvement. Um, but Sony just doesn't improve. I think that's that's where I'm at with everything because. I just I just keep showing up to Sony movies and Sony keeps being Sony and I can't even say I'm disappointed at this time. I feel like a parent whose um you know parent comes home and they're they they're like you know I just I can't even expect better of you at this point. And that's how I feel. I'm I'm Sony's disappointed parent. Um yeah. Yeah, Those are my top yeah that's fair. I, I, uh, it's, it's funny because we were going to do like an entire, like, like, no, this is the greatest movie of the year thing. I'm for still Devin. ready. But, I'm still ready think, to pull up. I think, no, I mean, it's too late now. Devin's going to be listening. He's going to be listening at this point. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? You started with top think, level thoughts and I wasn't going to lie to the people about my top level well, thoughts. Well, what, what I was going to say is I feel like, I feel like we have such strong feelings about this movie that it would be impossible for us to actually try to pull that off without just I cracking anyways. do so, it. Like, I honestly. Ready. I still think we should give us our four minutes of fame. You know Garrett, what? What are your top level thoughts of Morbius? Uh... Yeah, Dude, that's the thing it, is, yeah. it's like <laughs> that kind of does encompass like the whole film. I really hate that it does, but like top level <laughs> thoughts, I really I I didn't hate it. Um it is def the critical reception of this film was intensely harsh. Um does it deserve a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes? It does not. Um does it deserve an 80% or higher? Probably not. Um but <laughs> The thing is, is like there there are things to enjoy about this movie. Um, I liked it from like the vampirical lore standpoint. I thought it was really neat. This like, I hate that this is like my favorite part. That this is like the crowning thing that I liked most about it. The visual effects in this movie really I I enjoy specifically the way they chose to visualize um, Michael Morbius's powers because a lot of it's mm. um, like sound based. And I like the way that they chose to represent it visually with like the smoky stuff. Um, I also really liked the the like the hero villain design of Morbius's vampiric form and Matt Smith's vampiric form, um, mostly because Morbius is like almost dead ass comic book. Like it, they did a really good job capturing that. Um, it doesn't look like MCU Marvel CGI. It looks like Sony Marvel CGI. It looks like it would mesh 
with the Venom universe, not with what we've seen from current day MCU by any means. But um, that being said, this was like, it was a pretty flat, humorless story and not for a lack of trying. I wish they would have just removed the humor element from this from this title and just leaned into the gritty bits. Um, but like, it, like this is this is a film without exposition. It is 144 minutes of like to point to point to point to point to point. Like it, it there's no subplot in this film, film at all. And there are tertiary characters, but this film really only has two characters. And that that's something that really bugged me. It's got two characters. Yeah. It's it's got Michael Morbius and uh Matt Smith's um character Milo. And I wish they would have just kept him hunger luxurious crown. I because that was comic book and they decided to do their own thing. But like when this the cast would like didn't matter. Like the tertiary cast didn't matter. It this is it is a Jared Leto Matt Smith movie. Um that being pro it has Matt Smith. I will say I do love Matt Smith. But <laughs> love Matt Smith. But like I don't know. That's that's my top level thoughts. Like it just there were some cool things, but it it, it needed work. It needed work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I definitely agree. I I don't necessarily hate this movie. Uh. Because I I there it it does some stuff that's kind of cool. It does a a, a couple cool things. Um. But for every cool thing it does, it has two fucking terrible fucking just sins to follow along suit with it. It's it's like this this movie I I like it more than Venom 2. And and, and I think I think that's the part where I struggle yes. with this where it's like I do I do like this movie more than I liked Let There Be Carnage. But the things that I hate about this movie, I hate more than the, than the things I hated yes. in Let There Be Carnage. And that's yes. kind of like the balls I'm juggling there because like my biggest problem that I have with this movie, actually I'll get into it in a second. The Morbius Morbius has a lot of things that it suffers from mainly due to the fact of just like, it just feels continuous in the Sony superhero universe of just lazy writing. Like this movie is just so two dimensional and just feels lazy and tired. And for all the cool, like little cool things that this movie does, it's disappointing to see that like they, there was, there could have been a good movie here. There could have been a fucking good movie. Like you can see movie. it, like, right? You can see it in the frame of the, the framework yeah. of yes. the film. You're just like, this shit could have been dope. And you guys chose not to lean into it and leaned into all the weirdest shit. Just the weird, just the weirdest like, fucking <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, it's just, it's best just kiss of the year. Best kiss of the year. <laughs> best kiss of the year. And we're not, we're not going to spoil <laughs> that for you guys at home, but that, that lead up was just, mwah. <laughs> that, <laughs> Dude, the most the most immediately jarring thing in that film. Can we talk about that weird fish eye transition they did at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, the, was, the, started, that was the, the they the, only the, did it one time. The, the, <laughs> you mean the weird uh, the weird eighties synth wave like lyric video intro? Yeah, where yeah. like yeah, it started out like a black circle and just got bigger and like it was so out of place. I it can't. Just, I literally couldn't help but notice that. I'm just like, am I watching a literally? It was. James it was the Bond first. <laughs> it was the first thing I said to Genesee. It was like, what the fuck is up with this? Like, I was like, Dude, you, I watching I Blade I Runner? Said, what is this? I saw it by myself, and I said out loud. Even I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck uh, is this? <laughs> also, like Naomi leaned over to me, and God bless Naomi for coming to all of these movies with us because she has no idea what's happening at bless any her point. Heart, dude. Bless Most her of the heart. time, she doesn't even know what movie we're seeing. We show up and the first thing she said was like oh my gosh is this movie bisexual because the colors of that 80s <laughs> intro were pink blue and purple
purple for no reason. For no reason. For no, for no reason. fucking reason. I didn't reason. get that at all. Like, I didn't understand the <laughs> transition into the Morbius, like, title card. Like, I was just like, what were you going for there? It makes sense. And then the I movie don't starts, and fucking Jared Leto's on the screen, and Naomi's like, no! Not the Jared Leto movie! Well, now, and funny enough, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that such a a such an intro would be such a good, uh, just just foreshadowing of the experience we were about to have afterwards, right? Like, Saint Saint asked from one to ten, how weird is Jared Jared Leto? Uh, what I will say is, um, uh, I can't give it a number, but what I can say is he spends the entire time talking like this. He. Yeah. simultaneously yeah. overacts and underacts I can't, every I can't scene. believe it was yeah. fucking possible dude anyways I can't I can't be too harsh on the movie it does have some space to go fuck itself um but there there is some stuff in this film that they that they do that that is a lot of fun there is some fun stuff and it, all the fun the the fun stuff that they try to do is not fun and the stuff that they like actually lean in a certain direction is the fun stuff when it actually is like an adventurous like anti-villain story it is fun and it does some like cool stuff with those those things but if i have to like continue counting fucking characters like that just aren't necessary in this fucking movie that's kept showing up. I'm like, why do we care about, we don't fucking care about you. Why are you here? Yeah. I don't understand it. And then the last thing I will add on to this for top level thoughts. If I have to see another fucking superhero movie where the, the hero of the story is just facing a different version of themselves, I'm going to fucking shit in my hand and throw it at the screen. I am so over at this point. Like that, that's the worst it's thing annoying. in Mar and like it's the like MCU that they do. And I fucking hate every single time that they do it. I'm over it now. And they it's still... It's always the origin story, too. Like, always the origin story. Like, down the road. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need... I don't need another superhero fighting themselves. We, we get it. We get it. It's the crux of your powers. Like, they, it could be... You could have been evil. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Like, like Although, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> I have some thoughts on, like that actually that i kind of enjoyed with the with the two characters believe it or not even though like it was kind of cliche there were some little things that like in the portrayal of the like they're each vampiric selves that i did kind of enjoy i'm not gonna lie there, no i mean like physically yeah physically i feel like their their character design had some stuff in it that was really cool um but just uh, let's let's open the, it up let's let's four piece for that yeah i, guess let's, I get it overdone as fuck Let's open things up here, okay? I feel like we have some space to talk about. We're still going to do spoiler-free, but we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about a couple of things here. The thing I want to start out with, um, the, my biggest sin I think this movie commits, okay, uh -huh. are the two FBI agents that are the most oh un-FBI agents the most on the fucking planet. The, the side characters in this have no right Are, being in this fight they have they're no. pointless like garrick said they're absolutely fucking pointless this movie has pointless. two characters two characters every other character in this movie could have been written out completely completely and everything else would have been just fucking fine it still would have been just fucking fine like i cannot fucking believe that they put this movie full of just like b-level ass fucking characters that they tried to make us give a fuck about and failed for an entire hour and 44 minutes. And honestly, the runtime of this movie is the best part about this movie. <laughs> it, 
what's so frustrating still, too oh go ahead genesee it still felt so long <laughs> it, it felt, felt like two hours so and 15 long. minutes at least i like, almost see, fell asleep i shit you so not frustrating. i almost fell asleep yeah. There's like so... at 144 minutes, like like an hour 44 minutes, and you're just like there's and, and still there's a couple of points in the film where you're just like, am I fucking missing something here? We like sat... it needed some exposition. We yeah or something something and then it, well, it, it ended so abruptly like all of it was like none of it made sense and like we sat through over three hours of No Way Home and. This one hour and 44 minute movie felt longer than No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just insane to think about it, dude. Like, like and Garrett, to follow up with what you were saying, the exposition of this movie, there was exposition, but it was this yeah. thing happens. Yeah, just, so this thing happens. Yeah. And it then was this just thing it happens. was so <laughs> it was so plot devicey. Like everything literally just pushed you towards like the final battle, which like ended which was the way it the did. most fucking lame final battle was, I think we've had since the Incredible the Hulk. Like <laughs> it was the worst, and it was like I also i I think particularly because this is an origin story movie. Mm-hmm. It is essential in an origin story movie that you understand the origin of the character, and I still don't fully understand the origin of the character. First of all, the, how they set it up in the the beginning. They very sloppily set up, like, his true origin of, like, who he is as a human being. That was so sloppily done. It was honestly, like, disrespectful to the people watching it. And then we're sitting here. I still don't fully understand Morbius's power because, to me, it's like, yes, okay, I get it. He's a vampire. But to me, there didn't seem like a limit to his power. I mean, and it he was just doing so many things. I don't understand the, how they were doing them. You can see in the trailer that he's, like, flying and he's using, like, sonic stuff, but they never explain that. And there should be limits to that. There should be limits to this to the sonic capability see, and to the that, things he can do. That's the second biggest sin that this, that this fucking movie commits is that, like, he, he, like, there's zero stakes in this movie. There's not a single None. second of, of this fucking movie that I believe that Morbius was in danger at all. Period. Oh, no. Like, I, like, there, Matt's, Matt Smith's vampire was stronger than Morbius. No, there's not a second that I fucking believe that. And they, like, he was movies, never a threat to him. Movies have to have stakes. I just don't understand what they thought the stakes were in this. He, like, he literally was only, the entire plot of the story was like, He's gonna, he could potentially hurt people, and so I have to stop him. And we're like, cool, okay, like, like great, <laughs> yeah, so it, go it do was, that. Like, <laughs> like and then, it was and like, just such a personal struggle, it was such a personal struggle of an origin story, but it didn't get deep enough into the personal struggle because, like, you can tell that, like, okay. Do you, you want to know what you should do, everybody? If you have a PlayStation, if you have any gaming console, and you want to, if you you want Morbius the experience but better, go play the game Vampire, okay? Because it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's like they they just I can't. They, there's there's zero reason at all to believe that like Morbius at 
has any reason to be doing half the things that he's doing with the abilities that he has. Like his his sonic hearing thing rivals Superman. Like like you're telling me like in this movie he he's hearing he's hearing things and he can isolate an entire city's worth of audio to one thing that he's I can't believe that they made him as OP in this movie to give us such a not OP fucking story. <laughs> so like one of the things that bugged me the most and like there was a scene where he was like listening in for like a particular character's voice. Yes. And then like he heard her and I'm like literally sitting there. I'm like, how fucking far away is she? <laughs> like, like is she, is she like the next block like, down you or did, like you had, you had no scope of like where they were, like the characters yeah. were in relationship to each other her? in the city. And you're just like, you just isolated. You've had your powers for like a week, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even that. I mean, it was just, it's been probably within the span of a, few days if not a day or two because yeah because he was in his lab yeah. overnight yeah. oh yeah mm -hmm. because of because of the artificial blood thing. yeah yeah and so like it's and just we had a yeah. pretty clear timeline yeah and there there like there was no limit there was and there was there was also it's not that i truly have a problem with there not being a limit because i think I mean, Wanda, we're having a similar situation with her where she's finally expanding her powers. Yeah, but and... she's fighting things that are as strong as she is, though. Yes, See, and also uh, she worked to get there. She worked yes, to get there. It yes. took her. She made mistakes, and that is essential in character development. Morbius was not developed as a character. He just plopped up. He just dropped <laughs> from like, the sky. Oh, here yeah, I right. am. Here's my thing. Like, I have powers now, I guess. I got to do something with them. He doesn't know what See, he the fuck the, he's doing with them, but like he's got to do it. Is, <laughs> is like when it really comes to like the crux of Morbius's powers in the comics. And like, this is what's so frustrating is like his hunger is supposed to be like a big deal. Like that is like, it is supposed to be a true weakness for him. Like, yeah. and they don't represent that very strongly. Like, no. dude, like if if you if you're if, if you're in control enough that you can get full words out, like the only time we really see him truly lose control of his powers is Don't the initial, much. the yeah, initial yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, right. and and like from there, it's just like, and I get like you kind of see him use like the scientific method of approach to like learn how to use his abilities because he's he's a doctor, right. and like they do that part kind of well, but it's. It still should have like the time frame doesn't feel right for like how quickly he progressed, even using that scientific method. Yeah, yeah. no, like, and, he learned and there too is much too fast. There is a right way to do that, and I hate to say this because we all know how I feel about it, but Iron Man did it well. Yes. Iron Man did yes. that. Yes, that progression and it did was it beautiful. With precision. And Morbius is just like, I mean, Morbius like has the ideas. I think it was Zernell, like you were, you got it spot on. Like it had the like bullet points yeah. of what could make a good movie. And then it went into its outline and it failed. Like, don't turn this into your teacher, Sony. This well, is and it, terrible. And it felt, it felt like they were like, okay, so we need this happen, this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. Now, yeah. how are we going to get there? And they were like, oh, well, we could just throw this to get from point A to point B. And then to get from point B to point C, we could just kind of like do this thing. And that connect A to C. And then C connecting to D, we can just throw this guy in there. And then he'll do this yeah. instead. And like, it, it just, it just, it had no fucking heart. There was no soul in it this movie. It feels like, like they literally took the storyboard of the film and directly translated it to camera. Like, there's no, yeah. 
like it's it it lacks even like even the parts that like in, it sucks because like and I know like people didn't like really necessarily like the CGI, but the red ball scene with the smoke and how like everything I that hated shit that. was cool. <laughs> I'm I loved sorry, it. dude. Like, I, hated I it. really liked it. See, but like I also uh I see music that I like so that's like a I oh, that's yeah. like a sound thing. Like I'm the person like I hear I see shapes when I listen to music, so I right. I appreciated that representation. Mm. And so I can't remember what it's called, but it's a thing. And yeah. uh, but like and so like I I thought that was like a kind of a neat visualization of like an audio based ability. But right. like I can I can see where like you don't like I can see where people didn't like that because there's no explanation to it. Like it didn't necessarily you don't necessarily understand why it does that. It's just cool visual. It's just a cool it, visual representation of the power. They, but there's it's nothing beyond that. And they do that smoky thing so frequently and with so many different like portions of his ability that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't like, there's not just one thing or two things that it's, it's clear that that's what that smoky thing represents. They're just like, Oh, he's moving. Let's make smoke. Well, and like they, they have like a couple little moments that kind of sort of just like insinuate it, but like they never really have like a, a scene where like that, that thing pays off well. And so it's like, like there's the, there's one scene specifically where it kind of like, in like just insinuates that you're supposed to just kind of assume, Oh, okay. So that's what's going on. But like they, they just, they hardly have any sort of real explanation for anything besides like the, uh, the echolocation, but they use the echolocation so much for the rest of the fucking movie. I was tired of, of seeing it. I was tired of like, it could have been so cool for them to use it for like, a couple little bits that were important, but they used it for such bullshit things like the whole, like the whole fucking second lab. I don't want to say too much, but the, the second lab that he like mm -hmm. goes to. And I was like, so they set up the echolocation for you to use to do that. Like that's, that's Literally where we're, that's what we boiled this down to. And like all of his powers, like, <laughs> The, the whole like like tunnel scene which we've seen in the trailers right yeah like the whole yes. fucking tunnel scene was just the most ridiculous thing on the fucking planet to me because i was it like was you're telling me it okay. just came to you it just dawned on you hey i could do this so, <laughs> the roof the rooftop scene with yeah. the fbi agents yep uh -huh. yep did with the way that got represented on screen, did anybody else for like think for a half fucking second that it was the FBI agent dude that had powers? Yeah. Oh yeah. no. I really did because like I you did. you saw like this gust of wind and then he like almost falls off and then yeah. he's like there with a the gun and he's like enough and I'm like does he gonna be like a thing and then like mm -hmm. and then you're just like oh that's how they introduced the flight mechanic that's, that's how like, they're that's just, how they're like, trying to explain weird. it like. God, and the, and that's the same thing uh, with every other power that he comes across, that he learns in the process of this origin story. He just kind of like stumbles into something, and they hint at it for maybe four seconds, except for the echolocation. And then they just the echolocation thing is just so over egregious. I was like, I don't care. Like, it was cool for the first like two times, and now I don't give a fuck. Right. Now I don't give a fuck about this because you guys have used it's it not eighteen fucking times this movie already. I don't care about this. I just it just I'm just staring at the mushroom that's inside of his ear at this point. I don't care about this anymore. Like like the cool thing with his eyes. I, don't give yeah, a fuck. You're just like, don't give yeah, a fuck you're like, now. Eyes are like because they did it so much and like 
you're just like, okay, we get it. That's like a thing that he can do. But like, just start like they they didn't start to do like the thing where like they naturally adapt the powers. Mm-hmm. Where like it's just like, rather than having like a big focus moment every time they use the ability. Like I don't. I'm sorry. Every time Iron Man fires off like a repulsor blast, I don't need a close shot of that. Only the yeah. first time it gets used to do you. Right. From then on, right. it's just insinuate. We know that they have that capability. Yes. I don't yes. need a scene for it every time it is enacted. Every single time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. It's just like there, there's just God, man. There's so many things in here that like that they 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 try they tried to fucking do right. They tried to fucking do it right. Saint, why is there a mushroom in his head? It's. <laughs> It's not it's not in his head. It's when when I'll tell you guys this when when he's using the echolocation thing, the shape of his ear, like the 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 conch of his ear changes into this weird like like bat ear it texture looks thing. Like a mushroom. Yeah. And it looks like the inside of a mushroom cap. And it just yeah, got, yeah, it gets so like, head. Yeah, yeah, it just looks so like uncanny and like, sure, fine. Like it was a cool effect. But after the fifth time they did it. Yeah. They show this close up zoom shot of his eyes, like turning the thing and it shows his ear. And then you hear all the audio effects and stuff. I was like, cool. I'm fucking over it. I'm over it. (laughs) God damn it. Like, stop, dude. Like I, I would have much rather preferred that they cut half the echolocation moments and replace them with flying scenes for all I fucking care. The parkour scenes, like, I really, I see, and again, like, Genesee doesn't like it, but I did. Uh, I, like, okay, like, the like the parkour scenes where, like, the, the smoke effect where it was, like, oh, it was affected by his attire. Like, mm-hmm. again, really cool. Like, it's purposeless. Like, it, they don't describe it well enough for you to yeah. really, truly enjoy it. But it looks neat. Like, the jumpsuit thing, real, like, the orange jumpsuit, super cool. The purple that we cool get. And he's, like, yeah, I liked, like, the That's representation. Cool. It's just, like, they didn't they didn't take enough time to explain why you should care about that stuff for like, yeah. And it just, it's for you to just be like, okay, like, why is he, he like, is he smoky? Because he's like, got bat like abilities like Dracula untold where he's like, right. Disassembling and reassembling, or is he just really fat? Like, and like do, you, they don't truly explain to you the function of like his physical powers. They yeah. don't. And I yeah. still don't understand what they were trying to tell me. So so it was what what it was is that he he his his hearing is so active that he's constantly hearing the flow of sound and wind when he, when he's that. moving. So the so it's it wasn't technically like we're seeing it as the audience, but where it's not actually present. So the entire final battle where it's just yeah. CG bullshit, none oh. of that was actually physically the, appearing yeah, for the other smoke's people. Not there. That's just how he perceives he's it. Perceiving which is why I it thought bec- it was cool because they're cutting yeah. through. sound sound so quickly that's so confusing because then yeah. they also use it as a tool to show him moving through stuff which is exactly, exactly. why which is where you weird. hated it that's exactly why you hated it <laughs> and so like it, it's god dude they don't explain because, any of that exactly like, like you're like it's cool but they don't give they don't give you the context of the of like why it looks that way like yeah. it's it, like all they if they would have just had like just a two even just a couple of throwaway lines just to just to like explain that like He's got a visual representation of the sound that he's now hearing. Yeah. Like from his perspective, it would have made it way cooler. Way fucking cooler. Way cooler. And, and, and to be clear, I did. I did enjoy. It. I did like it. I, I just I have the same grievances with how that Garrick does. Now to kind of close things out here. Griff, I have heard that it also just kind of ends without giving anything away. Is that a fair criticism? 
it yes. does kind of just end. Uh, like it, they, it they totally have, does. they have the final battle, which every, you know, superhero movie fucking has. They have the big final third act, you know what I mean? And then after the third act happens, it just happens. <laughs> like the ending just happens and they kind of use the ending to set up the post credit scene, which is the fourth and final biggest fucking sin this movie could have possibly done. And we're not going to talk about it too much here. We'll talk about it in the post show here in a few minutes. Uh, if you guys want that, join us on patreon.com slash crack and show. Um, you guys can hear our post show. The post credit scene of this fucking movie is the most disappointing part of all of this because it does some shit that I am very fucking upset about because this explains why they fucking made this movie. They made this movie because Blade. And that's it. That's the only reason they made this fucking movie is to make Blade make some more fucking sense. And it now, bums me the fuck out that that's why. It bums me out too, but I'm I'm at least in like I'm the I like to be the hopeful like person when it comes to this sort of stuff. I'm hoping because see, if you guys notice the way that we've been reviewing this, it is almost like the thing is Jared Leto's acting is it's kind of weird in this, but it's not bad. It's not it's not inherently bad. He doesn't. But like the thing is, it's like the character's obscure enough comically that you can kind of, he, he, he has that ability to like give his own taste on it. But like well, the villain well, side, like, oh, sorry, uh, I, I, I hate to interrupt. <laughs> I forgot to put it in the trivia, but there's actually, there was actually a little thing <laughs> that explained that Jared Leto said, well, the personality of Morbius is so close to my own. I didn't have to do any method acting in this. Cause he just, he felt His like he was so close. Listen, listen, Jared. Is what it said. Is what it said. <laughs> See, and he is, he is, he is a method actor. And like, maybe that's why this role felt weird is because he didn't do what he normally does. Yeah. He was just himself. He was himself. This fucking movie. So strange. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird ass dude. It's just but ah, like, God, continue your thoughts. Though. Like continue. it was, Sorry. It was just like it. There was just so much structurally odd about the film that, like, the performances almost didn't were almost inconsequential in a, in a sense because, like, it's just the fact that like Jared Leto acted his Morbius character with very little emoting, and then um, if you are a Matt Smith fan, that motherfucker doesn't know how to not emote. Mm -hmm. Like he all the time, he is a very animated animated actor. I I did like his portrayal as like uh, as kind of like a fuckboy villain. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> like I but yeah, once I again it. I'm a huge Matt Smith fan, so I'm a little biased here. But like it's just there was the characters. Morbius as a character is not we. We can fix this if you <laughs> <laughs> we can fix this if we just really really give blade the opportunity to like absorb morbius and yeah. turn it into yeah. something good yeah but like morbius on its own whoo i think God it's time damn. to do ratings yeah i think i think i think we gotta we gotta move on into this griff says matt smith is a fantastic actor one of the best doctors too absolutely he, yeah. honestly matt smith and uh uh dad doctor i can't remember his fucking the actor's name they're the two best parts of this movie period 
period. Yeah. Like they have because yeah. they're the two most seasoned, like good actors in this fucking movie. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like, God, dude, uh, Saint takes Morbius out of the movie. Morbius. And would be better. Honestly, would be better. Give me just a villain origin story of, of goddamn Matt Smith's character. That would, yes. And he did his little jig. I love that Matt Smith does this oh, little he jig. Does, dude. Yeah, he does. He did his almost dance. everything he's in, and it makes sense every time for some can, reason, no matter who he's playing. Can you guys correct me if I'm wrong here? But during that scene, was the song saying... He did it twice. Was the song saying "I'm so sexy" or like it was? It was saying something that was like "gotta have sex" or something like that. Or like, I don't I'm think gonna, it, did like, it say sex. The the song the song he was to dancing the song. to I in the room. Listening to the song, I was very much watching Matt Smith <laughs> dance his dance his shirtless jig oh, as he was yes. feeling his newfound god superpowered body. Damn, dude. There's something like not even sexual but primal that comes out of me when Matt Smith does his little jig. I can't, I can't stand it. I, I can't stand it. Uh, Griff says, Morbius 2, just two hours of Blade beating the shit out of Jared Leto. Let's go. Naomi's going to want that, Genesee. Naomi's going to be <laughs> down for that. Let's go. That. Dude, I, I can't believe it. We saw in the parking lot after the movie with just, Naomi just... Just Naomi ranting about Jared Leto because she fucking hates Jared Leto. And we, and really we, can you believe Jared Leto is an, is, is an Academy Award winning actor? He's <laughs> won it. He won an award before Will Smith and Leonardo DiCaprio won awards. Are you fucking kidding me? About this being Jared Leto, this movie being Jared Leto's Oscar, and Naomi said he already has an Oscar, and no, couldn't believe it. You were just like, no, oh yeah, no, he's had one for some time now, actually. God, it's like not even it's not even a recent Oscar. No, it's not. Like he he had the chops once upon a time, apparently. And anyways. Genesee, hey, drugs are a hell of a drug. That's all I'm saying. Genesee, uh, what what would you rate this movie and should people go see it right away? You should absolutely not see it right away. Um, I'm not sure who would want to see this movie. <laughs> and that sounds harsh. It's not that it was so, so awful. I feel like we. I just spent like fucking forever dragging this movie to the dirt and I, I, just, I just feel bad. But... Yeah, I honestly can't think who I would recommend this movie to. It it wasn't great. Um, I'd give it like a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Okay, Gary, what do you rate this movie, and should people see it right away? Woo. Um, if Damn. you are a fan, if you are genuinely a fan, I know there's some of them out there, so I don't want to discount y'all. If you are genuinely a fan of the Sony Marvel universe, um, I'm a little bit of a fan. Well, I like the edgy. I, I like the edgier characters. I understand that these aren't quality Marvel films, but if you like these, um, you should check it out. If you are a regular MCU fan, don't go see the shit unless it is matinee or wait for it to hit a streaming service. Like, for real, um, which brings me to my rating, this is a 6-5 ass movie all day long. Like, it's not irredeemable, but whoo, it is real close. It, it's like one extra scene of being away from being, like, real shit. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking fair. That's fair. <clears throat> um, yeah, don't you don't need to see this movie right away. You really don't. You can wait until the shit's on Amazon rented for three dollars. Uh, uh, you fucking wait, wait, wait until uh, you can rent it at Redbox for a buck. You know, something like that. It's it's just mm-hmm. 
you, you, there's no rush to go see this. You're not missing on anything. It doesn't necessarily do anything for the greatest universe outside of the post credit scene. Honestly, you just look up the fucking post credit scene on, on yeah. YouTube or some shit, uh, because that's yep. the only part of this movie that is at all important. Um, if you know anything about vampires, you already know the abilities that Morbius has. That's all, that's kind of yeah. all you really need to know. Um, yeah, I mean the thing the thing that I'm ha- I'm struggling with here is that I did like this movie more than I liked Let There Be Carnage, and I believe I let I put Let There Be Carnage as a six point five or a six. I think I think it was. Um, so I am going to give this movie a six as well um, because there there's there is just. They're both equally good and bad for all the same fucking reasons, and it bums me out that that's the case. But, like, there was bare bones here that could have been taken a different direction, and I honestly believe that if Morbius was a was a Kevin Feige deal, it would have been fucking phenomenal, but it was not. And hopefully yep. here pretty soon, Kevin Feige will have his fucking hands on it, and it will not have to be a Sony soul fucking thing here, but this movie is a fucking six out of 10, any goddamn day out of the week to me. Um, it, there's just so many problems with this fucking movie and so many things that, you know, were almost good, almost fucking good. Um, with that yeah. said, guys, we're going to go ahead and, uh, uh, come down into our schedule here. Um, on Tuesday, we have another good cracking podcast. We're going to be talking, uh, is E3 fucking finished is e3 finally done come in next week come and talk to us of that on tuesday um next wednesday we have uh seventh brevin and our boy uh devin is going to be playing one cyberpunk 2077 uh it's gonna be fucking so much fun you guys come in here hang out with us uh hang out with devin for that one it's gonna be fucking wild that game is actually good now so like you guys are gonna be coming into a game that actually is going to be a lot of fun to watch so come in hang out with him help him out with that fucking game he's gonna need it on thursday we have our recording of uh uh, ship or the shipwreck show. Why did I say splashing on the original one? I fucked that up originally. Uh, we have the live recording of the shipwreck show for our patrons and our patrons only. You guys can find that over on patreon.com slash good show where you have that available to you guys to watch us record that live before it goes out into public that following Sunday. Um, and then the next day we have uh, splash damage, which we're actually kind of trying to figure out the kinks on exactly what game that we're going to be playing next Friday for you guys. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations, like we said go to our discord uh put in there what you want us to play next friday and uh we can pick out some stuff from you guys we'll kind of kind of come up with some stuff that we think would be fun for uh, for you guys at home too uh come in hang out with us that'll be a fucking good time splashing is our multiplayer stuff so give us that stuff the next saturday we have another good cracking podcast where we'll be doing another review episode but this time it will be for sonic the hedgehog 2 let's fucking go garrick you gonna be there for that one bad boy Oh shit! I was muted. Uh, I'm gonna try to be. I actually really liked the first Sonic movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, no. Well, I was I was telling Jesse I got I gotta rewatch it. Uh, rewatch it because last time I watched, I I think I watched it. It was more so my my nephew and my daughter watching it. I was kind of like doing things around it. But what I did saw, I liked. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be here for it. Uh, I think Devin will be here for it too. We'll, we'll be figuring it out, baby. It's gonna be fucking good. It's gonna be fucking good, dude. Um. Anyways, guys, please let us know uh, what your thoughts are on Mor- Morbius if you get a chance to see it. If you did see it, if you want to see it, come in, hang out with us, uh, watch this episode, listen to it. Let us know in the comments below what you think of uh, of our review and uh, what you think of Morbius as a whole. What do you think of Sony's uh, Spider-Man universe? Oof. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> let us on Twitter. Let us on Discord. We want to hear from you guys. In the meantime, y'all, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. That was the cutest little yarn I've ever heard. <laughs> you can also support us by going over to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We're going to go report, record a post show, my friends. But until next time, be good to each other. Bye. <laughs> Can't break me. <laughs>